0: Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the sunroom. My name is Ren, and on this podcast, I'll dive deep into solo discussions, sharing wisdom I've gained as I step into mindful living, healing trauma, and so much more. I invite you to get back to who you are, continue to lean in as you grow, all while leading with love along the way. Join me, won't you? Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Sunroom podcast. I am your host, Ren, yoga instructor, self-transformation worker, and your host today for this week's episode number 30, working with the moon. For those of you that see the moon outside your window most every night, unless it's a new moon, you can see how there is a waning and a waxing to our moon. There are a few phases that I'd like to go over in this week's episode and also some of the zodiac signs that are affiliated with these moon cycles as well to help us better prepare and work alongside these different transitions within these moon phases. For most of us, we know that these moon cycles and changes ebb and flow the tides of the ocean. And since we as human beings are made up of 60 to 70 percent water, The tides of the moon changing also shift and change within ourselves. Some of the things to take note of or to start using these cycles for would be manifestations. Different items or concepts that you can look into, let go of, and move through in your time of life. And even actually some of your menstrual cycles. Now the major moon changes that we usually track are the new moon and the full moon. These two moon cycles ebb and flow within a two-week period, and about once a month you'll see a new moon and also a full moon. The last new moon that we had was in Virgo on August 27th. The full moon in Pisces just came on September 10th. We'll see a brand new new moon again in Virgo on September 25th. Let's get into what these different phases of moon represent. We'll talk about the zodiac signs that follow along with them and what they bring along with their sign, and how we can best prepare ourselves to anticipate these different cycles, synchronations, and movements throughout our life. Let's start with the new moon. On new moons, it is said that we need to set intentions of the things that we want to bring into our life, manifestations to come and where we see ourselves in the next three months or so to initiate new ideas, projects, and beginnings that you're looking to bring in to maintain as you either step through a work environment, new ideals and standards, boundaries, needs that you would like to bring in for yourself. And within this new moon, we're also looking to trust our instincts on where it is we'd like to go and where our intuition is bringing us. Now in between the full and the new moon we have a waxing period. The new moon usually when it shows up in the sky is dark. There is no illumination, there is no brightness that you see in the sky but as this change happens and the waxing begins to grow we move into a waxing crescent moon. Now for most of us we may not pick up on these tiny tiny subtleties But as we move through new moon to full moon and back to new again, we want to show a bit of commitment to the intentions that we set in this new moon, establish roots into the routines that we're planning on taking fold, building a strong foundation for these intentions, new ideas, projects, and manifestations to grab hold of. Now within our first quarter moon, we will actualize these intentions, try it out, have a little bit of play work hard for what we want. So when we're trying this out, I want you guys to always remember that life is just a big world of play. The more that we get to try different things out in our life, see what fits us, what doesn't fit us, bring in a bit of what-ifs into our world, the more creative we can be with the process of trying and working hard for what is to come, the more that we'll be able to find what doesn't work. And be aligned with more of what does now as we get closer to that full moon the waxing gibbous moon has a staying focused making final adjustments on some of these intentions and keeping an eye on the details of where we see ourselves going now we can have these grandiose ideas but if we do not stick to the next 10 steps ahead the ideas of these details coming to fruition really do solidify these manifestations. Now when you talk to people about manifesting, there is this huge, I'm putting it out into the universe, I'm writing it over and over again in a book, I am visualizing it, having mantras, all these things. But within these steps to solidify all the work that you can put in within these different phases of the moon, it really does put action into physical form. It starts putting these intentions into your reality day to day that really help move these manifestations along, move these different creations of your life, these fine-tuned oases, I like to call it, into fruition. Now, as you set into this full moon, we are finally arrived within two weeks' time. You want to see what your manifestation has brought to you. Celebrate your creation, no matter what it may be. Again, these ideals, these projects, and these new beginnings and express gratitude for the place you may be in life, where you're yet to become, and we are calling in a more defined and refined version of what we wanted our manifestations from the new moon to be. And similar to the waxing, the gibbous, and the crescent, we get in a reverse mode back into this new moon in a waning phase, so you will begin to see the moon become smaller and smaller into that C shape before it disappears once again. After a full moon, a waning gibbous, this phase will be to share your gifts, take responsibility for your actions that you've taken within the past new moon and the one that's to come, and make your creations useful, putting them in tangible form to move forward, take action, and once again, solidify these roots To the tinier moments that you've snuck in throughout your days weeks and the months to come now the last quarter moon before this new moon re-arises we're realizing the results of our efforts if we have made them let go of old attachments and make room for the future now how do we let go of old attachments and make this room whether it's journaling meditation sitting down and writing letters to loved ones that have done us wrong, or situations, bosses, and or friendships that have gone awry, and burning them, ripping them up, and releasing that emotional tether. Some people do cord-cutting exercises where you are lighting two candles side by side with string attached, and as they burn down, you are setting the intention that whatever energetically that you're holding with the said person that you'd like to let go of is released as the rope burns. And having this clear, beautiful space within yourself, within your mind, within your emotions, as you've sat down with them to release them, and filling out this space for more, bigger, and better to come in. Now within this waning crescent moon, we're bringing closer to our reality, planting seeds for the future, and releasing the things that, again, no longer serve us with grace, to bring us back into that energy of the new moon to set intentions once again, realign and initiate new ideas, projects, and beginnings, and to trust your instincts on how this has all unfolded. Now, again, because we have this transition of the moon over and over and over again, we have the 12 different phases of zodiac signs that help us Get a bit more detail-oriented on how and what we are letting go of, what we are trying to call in, or bear a bit more of a notice towards. This is where you can get a little bit more specific. Now for myself in particular, using these moon signs, I try to take into consideration the different waning and waxing phases, but I more try to gravitate towards the full and new moon phases in particular, or we'll get into the zodiac signs in just a second. So for myself, let's start with the new moon, since that's where we started in our phases and describing them. The new moon, again, is a time to create a sacred space, to tidy up your room, to let go of the things that no longer serve serve you. What do you need to release? Write it down and destroy it, whether it's lighting it on fire, ripping it up, or throwing it away. Doing meditations that help you let go to visualize letting go of either tension in the body, emotions that no longer serve you, grooves, patterns, and habits that no longer keep you safe and are probably hurting or hindering your experience in life. Again, setting these intentions by journaling, making a vision board that's physical and in front of you, or maybe even taking it on to Pinterest and making a more digital version of your vision board to visualize your goals, to sit down and really embody what it will look like when these things come to fruition and the next 10 steps that you need to take in order for this to help and get that rooted, grounded sensation within where you'd like to be. A big thing for myself is tidying up and cleansing and grounding my space to close up loose ends, whether it's bills that I need to still pay people I need to call, appointments that need to be caught up on, burn some incense to cleanse your space, and even again, tidying up around your home, around your bedroom, and cultivating a bit of a sacred moment, an altar, a space that you can hold your crystals, your sage, your tarot cards, some figurines, whatever it may be. Now as we step into the full moon rituals, we're creating a sacred space still, but because the full moon is so bright, big and magnetic, this is a beautiful time to display your crystals, lights and candles, sit with yourself and the things that you would like to call into your space. Again, cleansing your space, always having a clean room to have a quiet mind is always important. And use the moonlight to energize water, again, your crystals setting an intention with these things that as they are energized within this moon, depending on what zodiac phase it falls within. Again, we had that Virgo new moon, a Pisces full moon on the 10th, and then reoccurring on the 25th, another Virgo new moon. Within this full moon, we also want to visualize our dreams and meditate. Now with Spotify being huge, Pandora, and coming on to the Sunroom podcast, You'll find different meditations that can facilitate a release, a let go, an embodiment of who and where you would like to be in the future. And taking these on can be super important to starting your day, grounding your energy in your space, and really feeling anchored and clear on where you would like to be in life. So next I'd like to talk about these zodiac signs. There is 12 zodiac signs, Pisces being the last of the zodiac which can be a culmination of pretty much all of the other 11 zodiac signs as well. They are intuitive, they're filled with emotions, and they explore through a dreamlike state, tapping into our 3D and our ethereal world. But let's start from the beginning with Aries, an air sign. They are the starter. They are the motivation. They help begin and push us into our own power and our own self of worth. So when combining these zodiac signs, the different phases of the moon, and again, these waxing and waning, quarter, gibbous, and crescent moons, all are associated with zodiac signs as well. But again, for myself, I really focus on the full and the new moon more in particular because within, again, taking on these different qualities, these different areas that you can set roots to, visualize, let go of things, make room for everything, and bring closer to yourself and your manifestations – These kind of things come naturally as you set an anchor into these larger moon phases. And next, we step into Taurus. Taurus is the supporter and is organized. It helps you develop, to sit, and to grow, to be a bit more mindful of where you are in your present moment. Gemini is next with their outgoing and adventurous energy. Realizing our uniqueness and our expression of ourselves authentically and only our own. Cancer bringing in a loving nature, helping us identify our core desires and to be compassionate with ourselves and others around us. Leo is all about pride, helping us boost our confidence and often will allow us to seek leadership. We just came out of the Leo season, the Lionsgate portal, And jumping into our full moon in Leo that led us into the new moon in Virgo. So within that season of Leo, that moon phase within that pride, that beautiful energy to help us boost our confidence and often will allow us to seek leadership has helped me in particular see my self-worth. See where I can be leaning in a bit more on the qualities of self that I may hide, feel as though are not as confident to let forward but letting go a little bit within those moments to let these things shine can maybe give you a bit of a different perspective, a different light on your situation. Up next is Virgo. It is helpful and dedicated to take a step back and to focus on ourselves and our loved ones. Again, we have a new moon in Virgo that just passed. So within that Virgo season, that's taking a step back and to focus on ourselves and our loved ones, to set intentions, to initiate new ideas, these projects. Virgo is very analytical. It's very detail-oriented, which is a very great energy to have within new moons as you trust your instincts to make these beautiful and amazing decisions for yourself to move forward in into the full moon now in Pisces. Libra is all about balance, harmony. This energy is all about Being thoughtful and is organized, focused on prioritizing ourself and our wants, standards, and needs in our own life. Scorpio is focused and driven. The intense energy asks us to get straight with our deep emotions, get truthful with ourself and what is actually happening in our day-to-day. Letting go of anything that isn't that or anything that's no longer serving you. And again, finding that room for the future. Sagittarius is all about adventure, bringing energy in of creativity in authenticity and enthusiastic nature. Capricorn is disciplinarian. This energy is to be persistent, dedicated, resilient. Second to last is Aquarius being the humanitarian. This energy is to be focused on the collective and our place within it. So again, as you go through these moon phases, you find What is and isn't serving you, where you can lean in more on what your place is in the world and how you can help and affect the collective around you. And last but not least is Pisces, the dreamer, working through your hidden emotions and exploring your compassion for yourself and those around you. So let's talk about this phase within Virgo, Pisces, Virgo once again. Virgo is actually the polar opposite side of Pisces. So as we're flipping back and forth within these polarities, going from a new moon, setting your intentions, finding this more analytical side of yourself, where can we find these fine-tuned, smaller sides of what we're trying to bring in to make it more effortless and a bit more organically flowing, takes us into a more softened, forgiving and letting go full moon in Pisces where we tap a bit into these deeper emotions that we may hide from others that we don't let out as often or we could express in a different way in a different light as we move through again the gratitude for these emotions and how they've served us to see what we've manifested within that time of narrowing down our thoughts, our grooves, our opinions on where we'd like to be to now give a bit of a deep breath, see where we are making that energy work for us from the Virgo of new moon, find a bit of more an ethereal side, whether it's meditation, having a bath, taking a bit of self-love and self-care for yourself, that one step further, taking time to be still and recollect a bit. And then step right back in again in this Virgo season within this new perspective, this new perception of where you are in your life, especially within that more emotional state. How can we button in, take these loose ends away and step a bit more pragmatic and aligned throughout this Virgo new moon once again, as we step into the end of September. So some of the things that I really enjoy and that have really helped me as I stepped into working with the moon, like I mentioned in the beginning, is your period cycles, your menstrual, your menses. For myself in particular, I predominantly will be getting my period on a new moon and ovulate on a full moon. It happens every month like clockwork. And now again, yours may fall within the full moon or the new moon, but because of the tides and the way that our moon travels around the earth, the way that it affects our body and those around us and the different entities that be. I have found myself time and time again to be towards the beginning or the end of the month. Now, I know you can look up online what that means and what that can bring in and the fact of letting go with the full moons, visualizing your dreams and, you know, creating a sacred space. I think it also gives you a bit of self-love, self-care, anticipating these different ebbs and changes throughout your life, including within the moon cycles, our seasons, and the changes that we get, especially in the Northeast, having four total seasons, and how can we intertwine and set up a beautiful, fine-tuned oases that helps us as we move through these different manifestations, using many and a variety of different tactics, tools, and advantages in our life in order to create this more well-rounded version of peace and stability that's uniquely all for you and to step that much further into your purpose, into your highest self, and where you see yourself headed in life. Again, we may see this bigger picture, finding these tinier moments to cultivate and get us there. So hopefully within this conversation, finding the different ways that each zodiac sign takes its own embodiment of self And the way that it can be influencing our moon cycles, the different phases and cultural events around us, and even our inner world and our system, in a sense, has brought you to a bit more of a newer perspective, something you've learned today that you may have not known before, and being able to take on these beautiful practices of getting with the flow of the way our earth functions, our moon phases go and change. And hopefully within this past week and in stepping into the new moon in Virgo, you're giving yourself a little bit of love and compassion as we're getting tossed about a little bit within the past few weeks and these new weeks to come. But know that no matter what phase you are in in life or what phase of moon you're catching this podcast on, that as long as you are putting your best self forward, you're finding joy, love, and compassion for yourself as many times as you can, and all that you do, that everything will be okay, no matter what it looks like. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. I can't wait to see you next time. Namaste. Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining me in the sunroom once again. As this podcast grows, I can't wait to share my wisdom, love for meditation, and spiritual learnings with you along the way. Intrigued by the discussions thus far, I invite you to connect with me one-on-one through my website at www.flowwithren.com and to stay social at flow underscore with underscore ren on my Instagram for updates, podcast announcements, events, and much, much more. I can't wait to see you around. Have a great day.